Hello and welcome to Pure Worship Radio. This is Scott Cunningham along with my good friend Chaz Saliah. We'll be your host today as we highlight and interview various worship leaders and artists who love Jesus and are writing songs that both edify the church and glorify Christ. Our mission is to capture the story behind the songs and the heart behind the music. So thanks for joining us today. We pray that you're greatly encouraged by our time of letting the Word of Christ dwell in you richly through psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. And today we're so excited to have Wildwood Music with us on the program and uh, these guys are just uh, so so awesome. They're, they're young people. They're 20 to 25, and they're writing these beautiful songs that their church is singing, um, and they're just uh, encouraging kind of that environment, fostering that environment of, of, uh, of new music and songwriting, and um, this, this project that they put out is just beautiful. Yeah, we had such a good time getting to just sit down and uh, talk through everything that's been uh, going on. Let's jump in with our interview with Wildwood Music. All right, you guys, so great to have you in the studio today, um, and we're with uh, Wildwood Music. We're joined by Emily, Allie, uh, Michael, and Andrew, and we're talking about uh, this brand new project from Wildwood Music, um, and we're so stoked to have you guys in the studio. Thanks so much for joining us today. It's great to have you. Thanks so much for having us, Scott. All right, well, let's start off with just the context of all that the Lord's been doing in your guys' lives and the ministry there at uh, Wildwood Calvary, Calvary Wildwood. And um, is that the right way to say it? Wildwood Calvary, yeah, okay. for sure. All right. Absolutely. <laughs> Give us a little context, a little history of, of what the Lord's doing in your church. Yeah, so it's super cool. Um, the four of us have kind of grown up there in a sense of God's, you know, calling on our lives. And so we've kind of been raised up through the youth worship team. And a few years ago, had the um, opportunity to kind of start overseeing and leading in the main services. And so now we just feel that we are called to kind of keep raising up that next generation. And mm. God has done, you know, just amazing things in giving us songs for the body of Christ. And so yeah. um, it's just, it's been a really cool transition to see the Lord just pouring out his spirit and giving new songs and, and passion to the body of Christ. And we're just humbled that we get to be a part of that. So. Oh, that's awesome. Very cool. Michael, how long have you been uh, serving at uh, the church? Man, so consistently, like on staff, I've been about three years now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I've been coming to Wildwood kind of off and on, but I started coming about 15 years old. Okay. And like Drew was saying, I was kind of raised up in the youth group doing worship and now kind of just here. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, what about you, um, Allie? I've been there for uh, four years now, and I've been on staff for about two and a half years. Okay. Yeah, serving there has been awesome. What do you do on staff? I oversee our first through third grade ministry, and then I'm also a part of uh, the worship and graphics and media as well. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Very cool. Emily, what about you? Well, I, as Andrew said, grew up in the church. I've been serving there for the past nine years or so, but in worship specifically, I've been on staff and serving in that for about the last four years. Yeah. So it's been an awesome experience just getting to kind of grow up with each other and just see God um, bring us together and just flourish in the ministry there. So yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, we're so excited to talk about this brand new project that just came out. And um, maybe you can give us a little context for, for that, the title of it and the heart behind it. Um, we're just so excited that there's these new songs that the Lord's given you guys. And, and uh, I know you guys are you're serving faithfully at your church. You're also serving here at Calvary Costa Mesa, traveling around doing some conferences. But give us some um, background to this specific project. And I know there's a lot of songs being written. You guys are just 
um, kind of fostering that environment of songwriting and encouragement. You had a lot of different people involved, but give us a little context to to the project. Yeah, for sure. I think that We Are Yours, um, it's kind of the first song that we wrote collectively and something that's continually on our heart is to just really foster community. And we believe that worship is one of the most unifying things that we can do on this side of eternity and the next, you know, even just um, between different denominations and stuff, we can all agree on the goodness of God. And so as we're writing these songs for worship, it was important to us to kind of encompass that in the first EP that we would put out that we belong to him. And, and even just the proclamation of that, we are yours on that track. We just wanted it to feel like family because that's what it is back home for us at Wildwood. You know, we're just a family, a community of worshipers. And so we were like, if there's any way that we could kind of just, you know, get that together on the EP so that everyone, as they listen to that, they feel that, that there's this part of this family that's really ultimately just called to be a worshiper, a son and daughter of the Most High God. And so that's kind of the heart of We Are Yours, that, yeah, we're just unified, you know, community and worship. Wow, that's awesome. Love that. So all of you guys write songs, um, all four of you. And I know there's other songwriters at the church, but um, so Ali, are, are you also play guitar and, and lead on guitar as well? Yes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Very cool. And so Emily, what about you? You're, you're also writing? Yes. Um, stuff? Um, cool. We all write together, but we each have individually been writing um, for the past few years. And it's just cool that when we do have songs, we're able to come together and kind of show them to each other and just get that feedback to each other and more often than not, it turns into a collective song, but yeah. definitely writing. That's awesome. I love the fact that you guys just are like for each other, encouraging mm-hmm. each other and Absolutely. like championing, championing yeah. <laughs> each other, you know, in that sense of like encouraging that that songwriting gift and, and bringing that together. That's really, really special. And yeah. I think that's uh, something that's unique about what you guys are doing at your ministry there. That's awesome. Let's jump into talking about the very specific songs. Let's start making our way through the list. Uh, the very first song we're talking about today is Servant King. If one of you guys can give us a little background on that, that'd be awesome. Oh, man. You know, it actually started with just this little acoustic lick that I was playing. Yeah. And I just couldn't get it out. I just kept playing it every time I played my guitar. And I remember Drew came in and he was like, that's sweet. We need to we need to write a song to that. Yeah. <laughs> so he basically like mandated me and Emily just to like write a song was it for Christmas yeah at the time we're like we needed a Christmas song he's like all right so just do it (laughs) (laughs) so we did we got like a first verse and um and a chorus I believe Mm -hmm. or no we didn't no I think we just got no we had two verses and like that was it Mm. it was just kind of like all right we're stuck and I believe it was at that was it that year the worship leaders conference Andrew and I kind of just like went off after one of the one of the speakers and we got the chorus and got the bridge and then we got another verse and kind of just came together. And anything, anything else you want to add to that? Yeah, it was super cool. It was great to get to um, finish that song there. And then the next year at the Worship Leaders Conference, we got to play it in the coffee shop and that was kind of a cool experience. And um, it's kind of become an anthem for our church, which has been a really cool thing because we just wanted a song that really focused on um, who Jesus is from his humble birth and the fact that he came to serve and not be served, but that he he's royalty, you know? And so the chorus of that, love has a name, love has a face, love came down, he's Emmanuel, he's God with us now. 
You're listening to Wildwood Music here on Pure Worship Radio. Before we jump into the next song, maybe share how you guys went from like when you first wrote a song to like, let's lead it for our church. Okay. Um, Because that seems like a a pretty big step to say like, hey, we're not going to do a Chris Tomlin song in this spot. We're going to do one of our songs. Yeah. And, uh, and I know kind of the, um, all the thoughts that kind of go through, like, do we really want to do that? But share just how you guys made that kind of, um, just like transition from starting to bring, um, original songs into your yeah. weekly list. Cool. Yeah. So I remember, um, the first song I think I wrote that got introduced, um, in the weekend services, I actually wasn't overseeing worship at the time. And so I wrote this song and I was like, but I really feel like a girl is supposed to sing it. And it, Mm. right. It happened to be at the time that Emily came in and started singing. I think you were 15 at the time, maybe. And so we were like, okay, you sing the song, it's called Alive. And it might've been one of the first songs that she actually led like in the services. And so people actually didn't know that we wrote the song. So it just caught on. We were like, hey, let's try it out and see. I really feel like it's a theme that the Lord has given us. And so we tried it out. We had her sing the song and people loved it. And so we sang it for months without people even knowing that we wrote the song. And so kind of from there, that kickstarted this idea. Well, let's just start writing songs and introducing them, you know, just like we would any other song and not really even telling people that we wrote it. And so that was kind of a good way for us to tell whether or not it would work because we we truly like every time we we write a song we're asking god to give us songs for the body for the people that we're serving and so um we believe that they're even like season by season you know through conversations and home fellowships and doing community hearing issues that people are going through um we're writing kind of from that place and knowing we can't fix people's problems but the lord can so we believe that as we're introducing these songs that it's even in a timely fashion like god has this song for people for the body of christ in season so um, we can kind of lead them confidently in that that they're going to work because god gave them to us for his people Mm -hmm. so um, most of the time we don't tell people that we wrote them sometimes our our pastor will he'll be like oh yeah emily wrote that song and i just cry every time i hear it you know and (laughs) um and he'll say it but most of the time we just introduce it like we would any other song Mm. that's right speaking of your pastor want to give a little shout out to uh pastor chris he's um an amazing dude. As we um, go into talk about track two, which is We Are Yours, I'm stoked for you guys to, to share about this song um, specifically, because this was the first song that I ever heard in the sense that introduced me to, to you. Mm-hmm. And um, it got me very excited because as you guys know, I was there the very first time your church met yep. back in 1998 wow. in uh, Wildwood Park. There was about <laughs> wow. 50 of us there. And so it's just been so just like awesome to see, you know, God just like working, just being who he says he is, just like showing himself faithful. And now that's been almost 20 years. Yeah. And, uh, and so I was kind of there for the first four birthing years. Yeah. And so, but since I'd, I'd been kind of out of like the loop, I didn't know what was up. And then I hear this song and I'm like, oh, that is amazing. I'm so stoked to see just new songs coming out of, mm. you know, a church that I saw birth from yeah. 50 people in a park. So, so cool. awesome. Um, so yeah, share about We Are Yours. 
So the song started, um, we had men's prayer out at a cross on our property, and uh, I was sitting there, and I kind of just started writing down just as we were praying collectively. The Lord was speaking to my heart, and so I wrote down the first verse of it, and then I went into Michael, and I think he had a, a second verse that was like just in his head, yeah. and and a chorus. You had a chorus? Yeah. It was actually a lot faster too. Yeah. It was like, we are yours, we are yours. Yeah. <laughs> and like, we just, it just like wasn't feeling right. Yeah. <laughs> it was oh like, okay, goodness. we have this hook, we have this like line, but I think we need, there's just something not right about this. So we brought it to Emily and she literally had written out an entire verse, maybe the day before that just perfectly fit as a second verse with the theme, right? Yeah, it was just really funny to see how God was putting that song into all of our hearts. And then at the end of the day, it was all this all happened in one day. And then at the end of the day, we um, met with Allie and then we showed her. And then it just kind of just fit so perfectly, all four of us together working on the song cohesively and just seeing God's hand in it and Him bringing it to each of our hearts individually. listening to Wildwood Music here on Pure Worship Radio. We're talking about this brand new project that they just finished, uh, We Are Yours, and we just listened to the title track, which was awesome, so beautiful. Um, let's talk about the next song on the list, uh, Your Presence. Yeah, so Your Presence um, was one of those songs that was really birthed out of just Devo time, you know, with the Lord, just kind of studying Mary and Martha and what brokenness looks like and actually in a time of brokenness this amazing realization that um that our brokenness is beautiful to the lord you know this picture of mary just pouring herself out pouring out that bottle of perfume wiping his feet with her tears and finding myself at a similar place and realizing that there's beauty in that there's worship in it and so there's this line of the song that we're going to sing until your kingdom comes we're going to sing until your love breaks us all and um, just kind of allowing the presence of God the love of God to break us from the regularity of our lives and um so yeah, that's really what that song came from, just desperate to hear his voice amidst, you know, just chaos and the noise of this world that just, it's kind of like, you know, you're, you're tuning into a radio and it's just static. And sometimes that's what the influence of the world is like. And, and sometimes I just long for the stillness, you know, that still small voice like Elijah in the cave, you know, we think that it's going to be in the, in the whirlwind and in, in the fire and the earthquake. And then he just says, be still know that I'm God and his whisper breaks through and that's what the presence of God is to me that's what worship is to me so that's where it came from I wrote that song and then had to bring Emily in because um, let's face it her voice just makes it so much better so yeah. yeah awesome love it you're listening to Pure Worship Radio this is Scott Cunningham and Chaz Celaya more of our interview with Wildwood Music coming right up all right uh, the next song, Abide. Before we, we jump into talking about this song, though, share with me just a second about the experience you guys had working in the studio, actually in this studio that we're sitting in now, uh, with your uh, producer, Brian Eckelberger. Share a bit about that process and that experience, how it all went. That was like life-changing for me, at least. I learned so much of what not to do <laughs> just in like songwriting and just producing the music. And it was just like a whole other side that I don't think any of us have really like tapped into. And it was like, 
it was amazing. It just kept seeing like how many places that we can grow musically and even melodically singing. Everything was such a like, I don't know what to say. (laughs) (laughs) He's such a sweet guy. And I I remember um, just our pre-production meeting, him kind of asking us like, what's your vision for the project? He was so humble and just saying, I'll do whatever you guys want. Like I'll make this whatever you guys want it to be. And um, our emphasis was really on the heart of it. We want it to feel like family. We want the message of it to come across clearly. And we want people to sense the love and presence of God as they are listening to it. And so it wasn't even as much a stylistic thing. And so we were kind of the ones that were like, you know what, you just, you take, um, just creative reign, you know, like you, we want you to just do what you want with it because we trusted him. We had this really cool relationship right off the bat. And so, um, we were so blessed by the way that he just kind of took the reins and like, and ran with it. So yeah, we're really happy with it. All right. The next track is abide. Tell us a bit about that one. Yeah. So, um, I abide was kind of the first song that we introduced um, that I had written. I've always been fairly like private about songwriting. Andrew actually didn't even know that I played guitar Mm -hmm. until like a year after meeting him. We were on this um, missions trip in Albania and I asked him if I could show him a song that I had written and he was like, yeah, okay. And so I grabbed a guitar that we had there and I played it. And when I was done, he was like, you know how to play the guitar and you wrote that? What? (laughs) And so I've always been like fairly private about it. And actually when we came home from that trip, I was um, doing a Devo and I was reading in Philippians 4 where it says, you know, I've learned in every season of life to be content. Like I've learned how to be both full and hungry and how to be abased and abound. And I will, you know, um, just continue to abide in his presence is kind of this thought that was like in my mind as I was reading that. And um, it was just kind of this thing where I was sitting in my room and it all just kind of happened in like five minutes. I was just singing out to the Lord after I had read that. And it just all kind of came together. And it was something that, again, I just kind of like kept to myself for a while and then showed Andrew. And it was something that um, we introduced later. And yeah, it was just really awesome how the Lord kind of brought that all together. On Sunday nights, we have the service called House of Prayer, and it's really, like, really spirit-led. We don't really plan any of it. Even in worship, we pick out the first couple songs, and then after that, just kind of play as the Spirit is leading us. And um, Allie walks in, and she's got her Bible kind of open to, to Psalm 29, and she's showing me this song, and she's, like, singing these lyrics. And I'm like, how could something like that be so impactful? And I remember her singing it, and as she is, like, I am just completely wrecked by the presence of God. I'm like, this song is like water to my soul. You're listening to Wildwood Music here on Pure Worship Radio and having so much fun talking about this brand new project they just finished called We Are Yours. And uh, I got the crew of four of them in studio uh, today, Andrew, Michael, Ali, and Emily. And so, so fun to have you guys and talk about this, uh, this new project, this new step of faith. And um, let's continue talking about the songs on our list. And our next song is Speak to Me. Yeah, this is probably the most painful song on on the EP. Um, Emily and I started it in my office, and it was taking really cool form. But we we wrote it and um, we brought it in as kind of like a rough possibility because no one at church had heard it. It had been something that we were kind of just roughly working through, and we were kind of messing around singing through it when we were doing pre production with Brian, and he was like, "Oh, that's wild. We need to do that." <laughs> and um, 
But yeah, it was kind of a grueling process of really getting it right. Um, I remember we, Allie and Michael couldn't make it to one of our meetings that we had. And so we were, it was me and Drew um, going, okay, what now? Like we have a worship meeting and it's just two of us. We're like, well, let's just write a song. And so we just started going through this concept of um, the voice of God and what that what that's like when we just need to hear from the Lord and we're asking him to speak to us and how it can come in so many different forms of um, just being this very loud, very um, aware, clear voice, or it could be something so small just to listen closely to. And we just started talking through that concept and we came up with what we thought. We're like, this is, this is an okay song. And then a couple Days later, we heard a new song that was released by a different band. We're like, oh, it's the exact same song. That's not going to work. <laughs> no. It's the exact same melody and everything. So wow. we kind of put it on the back burner for a while, and we're just like, well, we'll figure it out later. And it was just a random happenstance that we were at the pre-production with Brian, and we were just kind of working through it over in the corner, and he kind of heard it and was like, well, let's let's focus on this song for a minute. And it was another three weeks of texting back and forth and going, well, does this verse work or does this melody work? And um, it was definitely a stretching process for sure of just um, asking God, what do you want for the song? Not just what sounds good or what what's catchy, but what does God want for the song? Because it really was um, a brand new song that no one had really heard and it was very um, fresh and we didn't even really know if it was going to go anywhere. But it was just really cool to see the end result of it and just kind of see the shape that it took. And I know I'm super excited to see how it's going to minister to the body and just um, how the congregation is going to be blessed by it. And I just hope that um, they definitely are able to just get that sense of um, the Lord wants to speak to us in, in many different forms if we're willing to listen. You're listening to Wildwood Music here on Pure Worship Radio. So the uh, concluding track, Seven Seas, tell us about that one. Well, I write a lot out of experience, just my style. It's like I... I'm not like these guys. I can't just like decide to write something, then boom, they just come out with it. And like for me, it's a lot about experience. And yeah. um, I remember at the time, this song started with the bridge. And the bridge is just super simple. It's I am loved, I am loved by you. And I remember I was actually just sitting in my room and it was a crazy time in life. My, my wife was pregnant with twin boys and um, I was like transitioning with jobs and it was just like, crazy frantic I was like afraid of I was gonna be you know a father and all this stuff and I remember like I looked at the wall and my wife bought this thing from Hobby Lobby so actually it's Hobby Lobby's fault for this song <laughs> and it said you are loved you know they have all those like different versely things is you know super awesome so I looked at that and it just hit me though like just that statement and that truth that I'm loved by God and I remember I just started singing that I am loved, I am loved by you. So that was like the bridge of this. I remember we sang it for a while and <laughs> it was just like, what do we do with this? It's just like, you know, I put a melody to it. Um, and then soon after, like, I don't even remember where I heard this, but I don't know if it was a preacher or something on TV, but it was basically talking about how God's love is like the seven seas. And it's just like so vast, so deep. It's like we can't even like comprehend his love. So like, it was like this catchy thing. I was like, oh, cool. So I started like just thinking about that and putting words around that kind of nautical theme of how God's love is like the sea and 
got some verses to it and some more lyrics and we put it together and at first it was like okay I have this different part you know of the song seven seas then I had that bridge so we kind of put those two together and it kind of made the song about God's love for us yeah so like I said I wrote this song when my wife was pregnant with our twin boys at the time and just like letting that just minister to me in that time I was scared and just the whole um this fact of God's love for us yeah and in October of last year, um, my wife and I had to go to the hospital for her. She was dealing with a lot of health stuff, yeah. um, aside from her pregnancy, as we knew the pregnancy was doing good. Um, so we went there for that, and um, she was admitted overnight, and they were running tests. And as we were there, she actually went into preterm labor. Wow. Um, she had an MRI that got done, and she went through preterm labor, and the boys were actually born that next day. Wow. So... Um, yeah, they were 23 weeks at that time, and they're super premature, mm. and we were so scared. <laughs> yeah. Just you know, as we knew, like the boys were gonna be okay, and uh, it was just a shock to us at that time. So uh, the doctors actually told us, so you know, they were born, and they were telling us that you know they're not gonna live for 30 seconds, and just kind of preparing us in this and. They were, you know, telling us basically like you need to abort them. Wow. You know, this was before they were, were born and when she was in labor. And we said, no, <laughs> like yeah. we want to hold on. And it was just, we felt it was right. And we felt that's what mm-hmm. God was calling us to do as parents. And yes. so we held on and went through the pregnancy um, and they were born. <laughs> I heard their cries and they, they actually survived for three days. Wow. So totally beat the odds of what the doctors were saying and to the point where it was ministering to everyone. Wow. That was just the doctors that delivered them, the the nurses that were taking care of them in the NICU. It was an incredible experience in that. And we saw God do a miracle at that point in our lives. Yeah. And going through that was insane. Like I still can't wrap my head around it. It's been almost over a year now. And the love of God that I've experienced in those times yeah. were just so overwhelming wow and just i remember holding one of my sons um um as he was giving his last breath and it was you know he was going and the love of god that overwhelmed me was (laughs) i can't explain it (laughs) yeah sorry um now thinking through this song of you know i'm loved Mm. Like, I understand it so much more. And when I sing it, you know, his love is like the seven seeds. It's wide and deep with mystery. Yeah, It's more than what I feel, more than what I see. His love is chasing after me. That's the chorus. And it became so much more real, you know, when it started off as this, you know, upbeat, fun song. And now it became this, like, anthem for my life and understanding how much I am loved, you know, and just seeing that my boys were everything to me and are everything to me mm-hmm. and for them just to beat the odds you know and we had three days with them and they were wonderful days and wow. i'll never take them back for the world and yeah. man that's, that's incredible <laughs> michael that's uh, just to to hear the testimony of of the lord meeting you guys in that moment and just knowing and sensing and experiencing the love of god even in the midst of like radical tragedy um is really the beautiful promise of jesus that i will never leave you or forsake you and and this song I mean it just takes on so much more meaning um, hearing that story yeah. and knowing what the Lord walked with you guys through 
Um, and I know it's going to minister to a lot of, a lot of people awesome. that hear that. You've been listening to Wildwood Music here on Pure Worship Radio and really thankful for this uh, moment we have to spend with you guys and, and hear your heart and uh, really these amazing song stories and what the Lord's doing in your local church. And I, I love how these songs are being birthed out of what the Lord is doing um, in your local church, in your lives, uh, personally. And uh, it's just amazing. And just the, the song story we just heard about Seven Seas and Michael, all that you went through, is it's absolutely um, amazing. So thank you guys for opening your heart and uh, just sharing some profound things with us today. And and where do you guys see the Lord leading you from here? I know there's a lot of vision um, that you have uh, in your heart. Can you share that with us uh, today? Maybe Andrew, you can kick it off. Yeah, I would say that the vision overall is to continue to just foster that community, you know, that heart for family and worship and raising up the next generation of worshipers. Um, I have the, you know, the blessing of being sort of a creative admin pastor at Wildwood and overseeing worship and and media and stuff. And um, man, I just can't wait for the day where there's some, you know, young kid that that kind of takes the torch in that sense um, with worship. And I, I know that that's what the Lord's doing. He's raising up people that are just blowing our minds right now. And we're just so humbled to be a part of it. But I would say overall, the the vision for us practically is just to keep asking for songs from heaven for hearts that, that need them. And so just going to pray that we're faithful to continue to convey the heart of the Father to, to his children through song. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. So, so beautiful to see and hear what God's doing there. Um, we have a l- another segment we want to kind of highlight five in five. So five questions in five minutes, some just fun, fun questions, some uh, just uh, kind of insightful questions. So quick answers to these uh, questions. But first question coming at you, what inspires you guys as songwriters? Obviously the Lord, you know, but um, I would say just circumstances like in the body, things that people are going through. Life experiences. <laughs> That's a big one. Mm. Yeah, I think it kind of is just the same, the experience through life and also just through uh, your time with the Lord and in his word and just as he ministers to you. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. What, what do you guys do when you're not singing, writing, serving? What are your hobbies outside of stuff? I do um, underwater basket weaving. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah. I think something I bought I, some of your stuff on Etsy. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it's something <laughs> to get into. Time well invested. Yeah, <laughs> Emily and I actually um, started a wedding and event planning business together. So that's something wow. that we do like as a hobby, as a ministry. So we have oh, like, yeah, we have uh, friends that are young couples getting married and we just want to help them be successful with those things. So, yeah. That's Amazing. awesome. Any cool. monster brides yet? Um, no, not yet. They've all been great. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Since this is airing on the radio, yeah, yeah, you, you have to say that. Fabulous. Shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> um, my wife and four kids. That's that's my hobby. That's right. My four children. <laughs> Diapers. Uh, that will keep yeah. you busy. Diapers is your hobby. How old are you? Uh, I have a six-year-old son, a four-year-old daughter, and then uh, twin girls that are a year. Okay, how old are you? Oh, am I? Yes. Did you say I? I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm I'm on, I'm 25. You're 25. Awesome. Yep. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, so a real profound question for you guys: uh, Are you a first wave, second wave, third wave coffee people, or are you like tea? Or are you none of the above? All of the above. 
Yeah. All of the above. Yeah. Okay. So you do Folgers sometimes, then you're you're popping in out. In desperate yeah. times. Yes. Anything that'll get caffeine into Amen. my hand. I agree okay. with that. Okay. All right. That's courageous. I'm a third wave nerd for okay. sure. Yeah. yeah. I have a dream of opening a coffee shop, and one of those guys that pretends to taste different notes in coffees. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that no one actually tastes it, but no. that, you know, that's uh, <laughs> I'm one. Of, I'm on that bandwagon. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I ride the third wave with them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's nice. I have a Chemex. Let's just put it that way. Okay. And a scale. <laughs> That's when you know you're a copy. Do I know nerd. how to really use yeah. it correctly? No. no. Do I do I fit on the scale? No. 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 I, I tried standing on it and I was like, oh, this is for my coffee. And then I got a kettle. So wow. yeah. It okay. works out sometimes. Okay. All right. That's serious. Okay. In the same vein as food and drink, let's say you can only eat one thing for the next three years. Only one. What would it be? Chipotle. Pizza. Hundred <laughs> percent. Pizza. Pizza for three years. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's That'd be amazing. Pizza can take on a lot of forms. Just kidding, That's mom. True. Your pasta, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. This awesome. includes food and drink or just food? Uh, just just food. Oh, okay. You're probably just going to be drinking just, Folgers. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Meat and potatoes. But that's two foods. <laughs> I can't. No, that's a dish. <laughs> I, mean, I like food too much. What has influenced you the most? What or who, I guess, has influenced you the most? I really love um, just old hymns, just the writing behind them, and grew up in a church where we did a lot of hymns and um, come from a long history of people that are in the Word and singing and in music, and just hymns have always kind of been something I grew up with, so just that writing style and... Um, just the context of them and how it kind of flows into a more poetic style. Like that's definitely something I think that that has influenced me in just writing and in my walk with the Lord for sure. That's awesome. On the real though, I'd say I'm super influenced by just our community, Mm -hmm. like our families, our church body, our leaders, like every single one of them just encourage me daily when I go to church, when we're just hanging out at the coffee shop, like I'm so blessed to do life like with these three and, and everyone else that God's put in my life there. It's just incredible. Awesome. Well, you guys, thank you so much for being on the show today. It's been so fun to talk through these songs and the vision with the Lord's leading you guys and, and uh, what, what he has done in your ministry. So we just pray um, for you guys. The Lord would just continue to really use you guys and bless you and lead you forward into the future. Thanks for being with us. Dude, thanks so much, Scott. Seriously, you're such a blessing. And that was the crew from Wildwood Music uh, with us today on the program. And Chaz, that was just so fun to talk with those guys. I mean, they're all young people for the most part, you know, like 20 to 25, uh, serving in their local church and writing these uh, beautiful songs and songs that their church is singing. And um, they just finished this, uh, this brand new EP, uh, called We Are Yours, uh, produced by Brian Eichelberger. It just came out. And um, you can find, if you're listening, you can find their music on calvarycreative.org uh, and um, get more information on that CD, a little background on it. You can find some links there to mm-hmm. uh, the site. But, man, it's so fun to connect with those guys today. Such a blast. It's like this is exactly what we love to see. This yeah. is like songs being birthed from just a healthy church mm-hmm. and uh, not being forced just like a natural springing of just new songs. Amen. Amen. All right. I want to thank you for joining us today here on Pure Worship Radio. We hope that you were encouraged by our time spent together. We pray that the Lord continues to bless and keep you as you live your life of worship, responding to the grace of God. <laughs>